Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey everyone, welcome to the Life Church Podcast. Bob Leahy here. I get the pleasure of talking with Andrew and Bonnie Berger today. If you don't know Andrew and Bonnie, uh, they are involved in crew on Chico State's campus. Um, and you might notice on Sunday mornings here at Life Church, we do have a big chunk of college students that that show up on Sundays. And most of those students are involved in crew uh, uh, and they are at Chico State. So um, we just wanted to dialogue with Andrew and Bonnie a little bit about their ministry on campus and uh, what crew is. So I'll just kick it off with the first question. What in the world is crew? Well, first of all, Bob, thanks for having us. Um, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Really glad to be here. Um, Well, let's see. Crew... You're so official. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying my best. I heard it on the radio. Oh, you did? Wow. um, Well, crew used to be called Campus Crusade for Christ, and we changed... The name changed to crew... It doesn't really stand for anything, but it's what people used to call it. So now that's kind of our name. But essentially, we're in over 100 countries. Um, It's an interdenominational missions organization. The context that you experience it in is that we're reaching college students. Mm. And really, the goal is turning lost students into Christ-centered laborers, reaching the campus today, reach the world tomorrow. And essentially, it's just college is this perfect intersection of students are unplugging from all the things of high school and home life and striking out on their own. And they're also mature enough to kind of like make some of these decisions. And we feel it like it's a, it's a beautiful intersection at the college campus. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of our context that we serve in. I don't know if I left anything out, Bonnie. Yeah, I think um, we get a variety of students, I feel like, that are involved Mm. and interested in crew. You know, you get the student who maybe comes from a Christian home, Christian background, um, but they're coming to college and wondering, am I going to make faith my own? Um, Is this going to be something that was my parents or am I going to really um, continue on this journey? But then you also get the students who would never step foot in a church, maybe that have Mm. no spiritual background. Um, And that's the thing I love about doing ministry on campus is just being able to engage with students that might not come to a church on a Sunday, but are actually really interested spiritually. And so crew can kind of be this middle ground of like, how can we come to you on campus? But then if you are interested in Jesus, get you plugged into a community, um, maybe first with other college students and then with the church. And so um, I think that's one of the things that um, I really love about doing ministry with crew is just, you never know the student background that they're going to be coming into college with. And you just interact with so many different students with different stories. Um, And so I think that's one of the things, yeah, that I just love about doing ministry on campus or what we do um, Mm -hmm. is interacting with all different types of students. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it sounds like there is, you know, it probably keeps you on your toes because you, when you meet a student, you're like, I have no idea what I'm stepping into, walking into, like mm-hmm. meeting with them because it is right. And young adults and college students do have totally different backgrounds. You could have a very sheltered 
homeschooled kid who's yep. there who's like uh, doesn't know his you know comes in wide eyed at college like totally overwhelmed with what's going on and like <laughs> connects with you guys and grow, latches on like help me yep. <laughs> you know and I then, saw my first beer today yeah yeah and right? I'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> totally what am I supposed to do with that I yep. don't know uh, and then you have the ones who are uh, far from God and yeah. you know have never step foot like you said in a church so yeah i imagine that definitely does keep you guys on your toes when you're tabling out uh, in the middle of of campus you know because you came once yeah i did i did come one and come once and it it was awesome i loved it it was such a great time um what are you guys experiencing you know uh on campus right now that you guys would say are are some challenges for for students uh who are currently in college um and what are you seeing also, to caveat that, like that gives you hope with the next generation of students that are on campus as well. I mean, there's a in terms of like things that are they're challenging or trends that we feel like kind of we're up against. Um, I'll start there, and then I'll let Bonnie. Bonnie's mm-hmm. smarter, but she just Stop. needs to process. Um, <laughs> I mean, certainly an issue of our age is there is information everywhere. Like there is so much information overload. The connectivity of our technology is is absolutely incredible. There's mm. so many like inroads to communication and community that are possible. But I think within that, it's just there are so many messages that are bombarding people. It's hard to know like what is truth, mm. what is actionable, how should I live my life? What is the good life? Like what is the abundant life? And I think there's all these messages that are coming in of you know, which now we've we've heard it like all over the internet of like, you do you, which is actually kind of old now, or just like live your life, speak your truth. It's like all these things are really like self-centered, but you have to mm-hmm. like pull that from culture. And I think it just really makes it hard for students to know like, what? how do I actually thrive as a person? Um, and we're kind of watching people kind of live that out and they're super confused. Mm-hmm. And, and it totally makes sense to me. And like, we can be... I think I can be compassionate for that and I can make room for that. And I think there's a, there's an opportunity in there, but I mean, that is just one thing that comes to mind as you think about, yeah, it's, and it's everything from how you live to human sexuality, to, um, what you want to do with your life after college. Um, I feel like it's, there's so much going on and like swirling around that it makes sense why when we get to the college campus, they're like, I don't know, I'm just trying to survive. Mm. And if it's too overwhelming, I'm just going to like watch a full season of something and like just check out. I I get that. It totally makes sense. Do you find that it kind of causes indecisiveness on their part? They're just really have a hard time making choices and deciding, you know, next steps for their life just because there's a little, there's everything right at their fingertips and they see everything and there's unlimited choices essentially. And Mm -hmm. you have to make so many choices in your life that it does get, can be paralyzing, I think, and cause, like you said, people to shut down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think there's, um, I think some of the, like, I, it's hard for me to even, I think it's hard for students to think, who am I going to be in five years? I can barely get through today. Mm. Like, what does it look like to trust God with today instead of, I don't even know what five years will bring. And so I think when it, like that long-term vision of who is Jesus calling me to be, um, is really hard to reckon with the day to day when you're just trying to survive. So it's like, yeah, I I don't, 
I want to be an emotionally healthy person. I want to, you know, have a family or I want to have this career or whatever. But what I'm doing today to get there, it's like when I feel sad, I go on TikTok for five hours, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that the daily habits aren't really projecting that future that I think most students would want. Or I think that Jesus is inviting them into of yeah. like, walk with me. What does it look like to lay down your life? Like Andrew was just saying, I think when we live in the waters of culture that has said, you do you, you make your best life. Then when Jesus says, take up your cross and follow mm. me, that's really hard yeah. to lay yourself down when you've been told you are the one who's going to dictate your future. You are the one who um, has all the freedom to make all the choices that you want. And so I think that's something that's definitely a challenge of coming up against that daily discipleship to Jesus of denying self or walking mm. away from understanding that our desires or emotions don't always lead us in the way of Jesus. And um, so I feel like discipleship, mm. like our job and our, our role <clears throat> in crew is really threefold of like, we want to introduce students to Jesus. We want to build them up in their faith and we mm-hmm. want to send them out. Cause we're not, uh, we're not a church. We're not, <laughs> um, we don't have people for a lifetime. We have them for a short period yeah. of time. And so yeah. um, I think we're experiencing some of the challenges in the build part of the discipleship. Mm. Um, or mentoring students and coming alongside some of their daily decisions. That's right. And, it, and, and I would say like, yeah, it makes for an anxious generation. It just so many choices, so many ways that you can live your life. Like there's just, I mean, it's the, the stats are in like, yeah. they're the anxious generation. And like, mm. even I can feel it being, I'm a millennial. So it's like, even I can feel that like creeping in, but I can't imagine being like grown up in this environment. Like what that, what kind of tension that puts on the soul. And so there's totally. a, there's a lot there. Yeah. Do we, do we answer the question? You fully? answered the first the half. Hopeful. Okay. Hopeful piece. Where's the, what do you find? Yeah. Hopeful about the next generation. I mean, there's so much there that, yeah, you could dissect on the, that, but what about the hopeful, hopeful piece? Give what do hope, we, Bonnie. what do we see? Oh, so hopeful. Well, when I, I think back to when I was a college student or even when we started ministry over 10 years ago and what the kind of conversations you would have on campus, because we'll go out and, um, engage students in spiritual conversations, literally people you don't know, strangers, um, which always feels really scary when you introduce a student of like, Hey, do you want to go sharing with us on campus? And they're like, like, what, talk to strangers? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, and even as a student, that's how I felt. But I feel like people were pretty like, I've got my thing. Like, I don't really want to, I don't really want to engage, um, Mm. over spiritual matters or I've got, I've got things kind of figured out. Um, and over 10 years, I would say we've seen a spiritual openness that is way different than, um, when we first started or when I was a college student and just like students are so interested in talking about spiritual things. Mm. Um, and I think they're really open to hearing more about Jesus. I think they're, because there's a lot more, obvious hurt in their lives. And in the world that we live in, there's a lot of brokenness that feels very visible and they have access to all that information. Um, I just think about a conversation that one of our staff had this week and took another student and they talked with this girl who's literally crying with them, Mm -hmm. sharing with two complete strangers, (laughs) all of the hurt that she's processing in her life, two strangers on campus. And she said, this is so courageous what Mm. you guys are doing that you'd be willing to talk to people. I just think about like what a privilege that we get a front row seat into um, being a part of where people's stories are at on their, like even on their journey to knowing God. Um, And I feel really hopeful, but for where students are coming in and their openness to the gospel and their um, I think receptiveness to truth, to um, 
or the truth that's found in Jesus. And I think, um, the hope that he offers us in a world that's not delivering on its promises. So that's what, that's what brings me hope. Yeah. I would say like students can probably before they can actually name it, that they can sense that some of the things that they're chasing after are counterfeit. Mm. Um, and they would never, I don't think that an average college student would say that. They would say, oh, I haven't had the right combination of um, alcohol or, mm. you know, relationship. But I think they can sense deep down like, ah, oh, something is amiss. And and when they encounter the person of Jesus, when they encounter a community that's trying to do that, and, and I'm not saying that ours is perfect by any means, but I think when they see people really striving to know Jesus, walk with Jesus, um, and they see that depth, it's it, it, it draws them in, totally. you know, they yeah. see that depth, they see the work that's being done and they're like, wow, that's, there's something that exists here. And they wouldn't even know as Jesus at that point, they would just be like, this is a weird group of people, but I'm, there's like gravity on my soul that's pulling me there. And so yeah. I think there's this really cool, um, like opportunity to be countercultural, to mm-hmm. be like salt and light. Um, so yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty sweet. I love that. I think it is so true that people, you know, are starting to discover the shallowness, Mm, even if you're not a believer, like the shallowness in social media, the shallowness and the things that take up our, so much of our time and our energy and the things that we strive for and we go to. And, you know, a lot of people in college, you think that like, you know, I was a business major. And so I'm like, man, go and go in business, business. And then I graduated and I got into the position of business and I was like, feels so shallow mm-hmm. like what am i what am i doing and you know god had so much more for me and offered so much more for me than that and so i think that is uh, there's truth to that and when they when people start to discover jesus and they hear about him it's like wow this guy is kind of rebellious yeah kind of yeah. you know i'm kind of and, and college students can be down with the rebellious <laughs> the rebellion of jesus right, right? And, uh, yeah, it's, it does open up those conversations a little more and stuff. So, um, so we are starting to run a little low on time. We blaze through some things. So I have a couple more questions for our congregation specifically. Like, what do you guys, uh, see as, you know, the value of the local churches to college students? How can, you know, local churches really come alongside and partner with students when a college student shows up? On, in church on Sunday, like, what do you see the need there? Why why do you think they're stepping through the doors? How can we meet the needs of a college student who might be far from home and just here trying to figure life out and they decide on a Sunday, something ain't right, I need to go to church and they pop into church and uh, just, and also how could we partner with you guys in ministry as well? So, um. And that's a great question. And we'll try to be brief so we can cover a little bit of ground. You're good. Um, Like Bonnie said, we only are with college students for, you know, maybe four, five years max if they're, you know, want to be a doctor one day, (laughs) Mm. you know, whatever. Usually it's two to four. Um, And we have them for such a brief interval. And the truth is, like, we want them to experience the depth of a church body. We want them to be immersed in that. We want them to see that they can serve and be a part long term. Um, And so I think being a place where um, they feel welcome. Obviously, these are are all things that you'd want to be true of a church anyways. Mm -hmm. But especially for a college student, like, 
even if that means like inviting them into homes, like we just can't do that as a staff team, invite all the students into our home every week. But it's like the power of sharing a meal with a family that's stable, that loves Jesus. It's like, that's super powerful. Yeah. Um, a church where they can serve, a church where they can come and worship together. Um, even a place where they feel like the church is really speaking to some of the questions that they're having about life, culture, discipleship to Jesus. It's like that are like relevant and challenging. I feel like that's really good stuff. So that'd be kind of my first off the cuff. About you, totally. Yeah. I, I don't know that I'd add too much more. I think that, um, the speaking to, I think college students increasingly more just their generation and maybe we're all feeling it. Um, are really asking the question, like, how do I faithfully walk with Jesus in the world that we live in today? Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. think that is where the church comes in of really speaking into some of those, like establishing the strong foundation. That's why I've loved what we've been talking about at church the past few weeks. Um, but establishing this strong foundation of what it looks like to walk with Jesus today in today's yeah. world with mm -hmm. today's narratives and addressing those things. Um, I think also the church is a great place for, to resource college students with mm -hmm. maybe the things, some of the questions that they're asking or, um, yeah, bringing them into, into families, um, is a huge part in exposing them to the, um, the, what is it? Intergenerational aspect of the church yeah. of, mm -hmm. Hey, we're mm -hmm. not just here to serve you. Like we want you to be a part of the church body after you leave college. And totally. so if you can do that now in college, how much better equipped are you when you leave crew or leave this, you know, leave Chico or leave life church mm. to invest in a church and not just sit and consume. So that's something that's that we has been just big, yeah. awesome. I love that church. It feels like a tag team effort too, where it's like, okay, we can't, we can't cover everything. You know, yes. we get them for yeah, a couple, huge. you know, a couple nights a week. Maybe we meet with them on campus, but like, we can't cover all the issues of what does the Bible have to say about sexuality to biblical justice mm -hmm. to the spirit filled life. Like, what is it? All these things. It's like, we're, we're trying our best, but yeah. we know that we just can't do all that lifting. And it's amazing to be able to say like, Hey, we we're talking about this in crew. And then we go to church on Sunday <laughs> and then you guys are talking about, it's like, it's like a, uh, a Jesus tag team. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, that's you know, awesome. like WWF style. WWF. So, yeah. That speaks to me. That speaks to me, Andrew. Thanks. I thought it would. Uh, yeah, of course. You know me too. Well. Uh, yeah, that's great. I love that. I mean, it's you guys, obviously there's what 60, I don't know, plus kids. You guys are, there's a lot of kids, mm -hmm. students you're interacting with, uh, regularly and it's, you can't have every student over to your house for dinner every night of the week. Like, so yeah, it is important. You know, I think for us to, I know, I know Lana, Lana was involved. My wife, Lana was involved in a uh, crew in Texas when she went to school. And, um, I remember, uh, she came to visit and or she went to go visit a church and, and the church, like there was a baby and she was like, Oh yeah babies exist. Like <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot because they're so ingrained in their community on campus that mm -hmm. they forget about the family mm -hmm. aspect of life. And it is for a college student, like nice, you know, to, mm -hmm. to be able to come into a home and it be a family and, and have a meal and stuff. So I guess that's my challenge, man, to, to, if you're listening and you're a part of our congregation, ask the Lord to highlight some college students that come to our church that, you know, maybe you can have over for dinner and, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be weird. And, you know, if they don't want to come over, they'll just say, Oh, that's if fine. If there's food on the you table, know? they'll, they'll Is come for that. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Cook, cook them a nice steak, you know? Yeah. Even a great. bad steak would be better than what they're eating. <laughs> I can confirm. I've seen what yeah. they eat. 
it's that's, rough. That's that's probably <laughs> true. Um, but I don't know. I love my bagel bites. So um, thanks for being honest. I, I know that's this is a, this is a safe place. <laughs> uh, and as we're wrapping up, I just is there anything else that you guys just wish people knew about you guys or your ministry or the students that you interact with or anything that we didn't cover that you're like, man, I really wish. Yeah. Bob would have asked this. No, I just think the first thing is um, we just need prayer. I mm. think um, over the years, you really start to realize when you're on college, on the college campus and doing ministry, just how dark it is. And mm. I think how uh, much of a spiritual battle you really feel of like, yeah, whether you're out having conversations with people that you don't know and that don't know Jesus or people that are coming into our midst that have just a lot of trauma in their past and, um, are trying to process, you know, is God the healer? Will he heal me? How does he restore me? What does this look like? You just realize like we are in the midst of a spiritual battle. And I think like we really need the prayers of the church for this generation and for uh, doing ministry at Chico for praying for Chico state in general, and just for students coming there. I just think, um, prayer is such a huge part of, um, of our ministry. And I feel like there's oftentimes where we feel like we don't have the best strategy. We don't know mm. what we're doing. Things are like you said in the beginning, we're on our toes a yeah. lot. And I can't tell you how many times we faced situations where like never done this before, not equipped to do this. How do we get people into the right situations or hands that they need to be in? And so I think for anyone that's listening, just praying for this generation, praying that their hearts would turn towards Jesus, praying for, yeah, just us out on campus, um, kind of engaging in this spiritual battle between, um, sure. I don't know, just where students are at. So yeah. that's one thing I would Love say. That. Yeah. Prayer is important. Yeah. I mean, guys. I think that's, that's super well said. Yeah. And, and I maybe just as people who are on the outside looking in, it's like, yeah, just ministry is, it's messy. Well, you know that Bob, it's like mm. people are messy. We're messy. Um, and it takes a lot of work and a lot of times what's, what's happening is beneath the surface and even the person who the work's being done in them by Jesus, they don't even understand it. Right. Um, and so I think just, especially for like this church, our church, um, it's like be a place where people faithfully walk with Jesus, where yeah. you model taking steps of faith, getting out of your comfort zone, like responding to the spirit's promptings. It's like that really, like when, when our students can see a picture of like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get that this could happen now, but then they see somebody, you know, who's walking with Jesus faithfully, that's five, 10, 15, 20 years ahead of them. And they see that and they go, Ooh, that's, that is a picture of what I want my relationship with God to look like. That's, totally. that is so much vision that they probably have never had before. And we want them to see Jesus clearly in, you know, Dan or whoever, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, that's, that's out there, like walking with Jesus, just yeah. faithfully obedient. Yeah. Um, and that's Wait, like, can the I beauty. say something about that too? Just <sighs> we, we do have a Dan at our church who's oh, the most faithful, obedient, greatest servant of the Lord. If that your I know, church so. doesn't have that's a faithful amazing. Dan, what are you doing? So. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think, I think about our students in particular, how many of them don't come from Christian homes um, yeah. that actually have said yes to Jesus in college. Mm. They've never seen adults that have walked with Jesus. Oh wow. They've yeah. never seen older people at a church um saying like yeah, I've followed Jesus for 40 years, you know. And mm. so I think just again going back to that connection, it's huge for them to even come and see people that yeah. are leading their families towards Jesus or yeah. parental figures or even grandparents, you know? And, um, I just think about the rich history that faith does bring, although messy, um, mm -hmm. that 
they get exposed to at church, yeah. which is, you just don't even think about how transformational that can be for a kid who didn't grow up in a Christian home mm. that never saw parents that trusted Jesus, um, or were trying to lead their families towards him. So yeah, it's I would so definitely important. That. I think it's great. Yeah. If you've never seen a Christian poem or a family and you, you are a Christian, like you might have no idea what even that, that looks like, or, you yeah. know, that there is something different than maybe you came from a broken home and yeah. that's just families to you and you don't know any different. Um, so that's awesome. Well, I'm so grateful for you guys taking time out of your day. I know you guys are busy. You got kids and kids with college students as <laughs> yep. well, right? Yep. They're your kids as well. So uh, many kids. <laughs> yeah, many, many kids, uh, many more than I have. So uh, <laughs> anyways, I uh, love you guys. And hey, if you're listening and this is just tugging at your heart and you want to help support Bonnie or Andrew, um, reach out to us and we'll get you guys connected with them. Um, and we would just love to continue uh, this partnership with them and be able to um, just see their ministry flourish as uh, we tend to get their kids here on Sundays as well. So um, if any of that uh, is tugging at your heart, reach out to us at info at lifechurchchico.org. And uh, we would just love to hear from you and your thoughts about campus ministry in Chico State. So thank you so much, Andrew and Bonnie, and uh, we will see you guys later. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Bob. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.